When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It will be a stain on this presidency, and particularly after the decision made today and what we heard today, he will have blood on his hands. People are going to die, and they're going to be left behind. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yep, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. You know, it was weird yesterday, because we told you all morning that the president was expected to speak, I believe, around 11 p.m., 11 a.m. our time, right, Chris? Between 11 and noon. Yeah. And uh, I was really tired when I got off the air, so I went home, and I I just took a nap. I said, well, I'll, I'll, I'll catch it on the highlights, or I'll catch it on the reruns. And, baby, I, I went out. I got a condition. I, I went out. I just slept. It's funny because my wife is actually working in the bedroom now once again. That sounded funny. What I mean is she does her job. It, like, I was at home doing my job in the bedroom now. My wife, is she's a, she's a bank person, so she takes customer service calls. You, you know what I'm saying. So she talks on the phone for, you know, freaking seven or eight hours a day in the bedroom, and I was so stinking tired that I just, it didn't matter. Or, or maybe, Chris, you know what it is? Her voice is so soothing to me. And she does have a sweet voice. And I just, I, I, I went out. I was, you know, went out, crashed out for maybe several hours, actually. Then I got up, and uh, I, it was about 4 o'clock, I guess, to get up, and I had to go over to see my mom. And uh, we're going into the Riccardi show, and I hear Joe Biden, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, they're, they're replaying some bits from the from the speech earlier that I missed. I should listen to this. took me about 30 seconds to realize, oh, no, this is it. He's live. He must have needed a nap, too. Chris, he must have been napping, too, you know, like when I was napping. Maybe he's got a condition, too. I think he has several. Uh, and uh, it was weird, you know, because it took him about, <laughs> he starts off with infrastructure stuff, then he talks about COVID stuff, if I can remember. You know, he gets about seven or eight minutes into the damn thing before he even begins to speak about Afghanistan, and we're hearing, you know, just worse, horror, horrible things are setting people on fire, man. They're setting journalists that they found on fire. And we got to sit and listen to his gibberish about the Taliban and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Secretary of State was uh, was on TV a couple of days ago uh, saying that, uh, you know, well, we got to trust the, the Taliban. You know, we're asking, we're ask, we're now asking permission from the Taliban to give Americans safe passage. Apparently, I didn't see it, but Jen Psaki did her briefing before the president spoke, which is interesting. As Trey said, kind of gives her a nice out having to discuss whatever gibberish tumbled out of the president's mouth. Did you know that there are no Americans stranded in, in Afghanistan? Were you aware that there's no... I wonder if the Americans stranded in Afghanistan are aware that there are no Americans stranded in Afghanistan. And I, you know, and listening to Biden prattle on about all the uh, international, the heads of state he's been talking to, you know, and we all concur, you know, and we all agreed on this, that, and the other thing. And based upon what I'm reading, Joe Biden is globally despised right now. Well, let me put it to you this way: he's either a laughing stock to the folks who hate our guts and our enemies who now know that we have a cowardly, weak president that won't do anything. He's going to ask permission from the bad guys. And everybody else pretty much hates his stinking guts. 
So that's, you know, that's the latest out of Afghanistan. The Taliban are not budging uh, since, you know, we got to play nice with them, right? It's the ball's in their court. Uh, they're a legitimate government now, according to the Secretary of State. So, you know, they're apparently not budging on that, that August 31st deadline. And so the new spin now, if you can wrap your stinking noggin around this, and we got still have tens of thousands of Americans in Afghanistan. Uh, the new spin is we're getting all the Americans out who want to leave. In other words, once September 31st rolls around and there are still Americans uh, left in country, right, Chris, the, the, the explanation will be, well, they want to stay. They didn't want to leave. You know, I just bought a, a timeshare up there in the mountains, and I, I just don't want to let it go right now. I just opened up my boutique, and I, I, I really want to stick with it, you know. I've just really come to like Afghanistan, and I really just, you know, I can't envision myself living anyplace else. What a insulting load of crap this is, man. Insulting. It, it's, it's, a, it's a meat grinder out there from everything we're seeing. It's a slaughterhouse. And, of course, he can't be bothered with taking questions on it, so he just once again turns and walks away. Goes home and takes a nap. Here's Shannon. Shannon, how you doing? Just fine, sir. Hey, I heard something on the radio last night. I don't even know what channel it was. but it I don't either. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just messing with wants out of there. Who owns him? Who owns the Biden? Russians and China. As soon as Americans get out of there, they have the airport, they move in their mining equipment. Within three years, they have 100 million people there, and also they own the opium business. What perfect way oh, yeah. to get in and out? Well, I, I, I am very suspicious that we're going to get all the Americans out. Uh, I think this administration is going to cut bait on them, and that's you know crime against humanity, crime against uh, America. But I think you're right. I think China really wants a big old piece of that pie. Uh, and you know, because uh, China's already said it. China, yep. When this was when this was all going down uh, last weekend, you know, China was uh, celebrating America's humiliation and uh, stated we're already working with the Taliban on mining yep. stuff. You know, I mean, uh, uh, it's, it's 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 insanity. <clears throat> anyway, thanks for the call, and we're just gonna we're just gonna cut bait and take off and. You know, worry about uh, athletic team names, pronouns, right, Chris? If you're a dude, can you go to a chick prison? You know, we, we got we got bigger things to deal with, man. We have climate change we need to address. So if you have any thoughts, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. I'm going to try to mix it up a bit today. It's Wednesday, and I, I don't want to do, do the whole show on Afghanistan. We all know what's going on. It's depressing as hell. It makes you. It, it makes me so mad. I, I'm, I'm worried my defibrillator is going to go off. And I'm, I'm being serious. So coming up, we'll talk about monkey love. <laughs> That's right. I said monkey love. And uh, there's there's a new controversy surrounding one of my favorite bands, and I want to talk about that. Also, Charlie Watts passed away yesterday. The drummer for the. For the Rolling Stones, 210-599-5555. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Um... Let's talk about some monkey love here. Well, this this is just a ridiculous story uh, out of Belgium. And uh, we we have a woman who has been banned from a a zoo in Antwerp, Belgium, uh, after they discovered that the woman, uh, whose name is Adi Timmermans, had been visiting a chimpanzee for four years on a weekly basis. The chimp's name is Cheetah, because that's original. 
And uh, she says, I love that animal, and he loves me. She says it's a real relationship. She says they're soulmates. Chris and Don, they're, they're soulmates. Let me just uh, read to you some of the story from Fox News. <laughs> During their visits, the two bar-crossed lovers would reportedly blow kisses and wave to each other through the gloss of the primate's enclosure. Although, thankfully, they didn't engage in any interspecies whoopee. You know, whoever wrote this story, you knew they were just trying to work up to that line. You know what I mean? Interspecies whoopee. I'm kind of glad no interspecies whoopee happened either, you know? I'm glad that... Chris, aren't you kind of glad the zoo intervened before any interspecies whoopee started happening? I'm going to start a folk band, and I'm going to call it Interspecies Whoopee. Nonetheless, Timmermans believes their attraction is mutual. <clears throat> uh, but she has been banned. <laughs> She's been banned from the freaking zoo because Cheetah is, is not having any relationships with, with any other monkeys. Well, I know that you, technically he's an ape, but it sounds funnier to say monkey. When Cheetah is constantly surrounded by visitors, the other animals ignore him and don't consider him a part of the group, says zoo curator Sarah LaFault. Uh, and apparently this chick, when she shows up, she spends like 15 hours. <laughs> Fifteen hours hanging out with his monkey. Oddly, the woman in question, I just saw a picture of her, Chris. She looks like Sharon Osbourne for some reason. Doesn't she look like Sharon Osbourne? And the chimp does oddly look a little like Ozzy. Chimp oddly looks like Ozzy. He has got some Ozzy qualities to him. She says, I haven't got anything else. Why do they want to take that away? I'll tell you why. Because he's a freaking monkey. You're a you're a woman. You're in love with a freaking monkey. That's why they're taking it away from you. You know, people like that. You just—it's amazing to me that they don't. Do you like? Does she ever look in the mirror and say, "You know, there might be something wrong with me"? Do you know what I mean? I know I'm a messed up dude. I, I look in the mirror every day and I'm like, let's see, this is what's wrong with you, this is what's wrong with you, this is what's wrong with you. How can you be in love with a freaking chimpanzee, do a little self-inventory there in the mirror, and not see that? Not It doesn't pop in your head like, maybe there's something a little weird there. Well, that's the problem. She'll never realize the problem. I guess so. Could you imagine that first therapy session? So let me understand something. You're in love with a chimpanzee. This has affected your life negatively in any way. He's my soulmate. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> my soulmate is a primate. My soulmate is a primate. And she's going bananas. She's going bananas. <laughs> she's bananas for that chimp. Yeah, she, he's just ape over her, though. Oh, that's funny. I'm just saying, how do you not know... How does it not occur to you how ridiculous you sound or that there may there may be an ish here, here you know what I mean? But you know what bothered me about this whole thing? Is she a Democrat? What? The, the, the thing that bothered me is, is we have to rewind a little bit. Uh, when you said that you get up in the morning and look in the mirror and you list ten things that are wrong with you. <laughs> it's called it's called self-inventory and no, self-awareness. Well, you know, see, there's the problem. You shouldn't what? do that. Why? Well, you know, I not, like to be aware of what's wrong with me. It's not healthy. Well, I also think about the stuff that's really cool about me. Well, then, then that's what The you list should... of things that are screwed up about me tend to outweigh the list of things things that's cool about me yeah okay, but, say you need to get the day moving well i see how you are i'm just <laughs> it, i'm trying to be honest about my existence and, right. and because that's how you learn that's how you know to fix stuff right so if you're looking in the mirror and you're, you're like oh cheetah i can't wait till we're together again and you're not saying there might be something a little messed up about me in this monkey thing you know i mean you're, you're never gonna like fix the, <laughs> the issue with you being in love with a freaking chimp that's all well, Do a little, little inventory there, babe. 
Nothing snaps you back to reality faster than litigation. I've, that's always been my experience. <laughs> litigation. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to change some behavior? Right. Let me tell you, litigation will do it for you. Right. I'm just saying, why does she herself not realize in any way, shape, or form that considering a chimpanzee to be your soulmate might be a little weird? See, and that's something you could use to your advantage tomorrow morning as you stand there in the <laughs> as you stand there in the mirror and take a personal inventory. As you can wrap things up by saying, "Hey, at least I'm not in love with the chimpanzee. At least I'm uh, not in love with a monkey, man." I just I, this whole article, though, I just love the line. Thankfully, they didn't engage in any interspecies whoopee. You Ew. know, they just try to make... This is the story from Fox News. Right. I'm kind of glad that didn't happen, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad somebody intervened. I'm kind of glad there was some kind of barricade between the two of them <laughs> that no interspecies whoopee took place. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> All I can picture is that scene from Midnight Express. I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, the she... Lift her shirt up. Uh, no, oh, Billy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Billy. No, it's Cheetah. Oh, Cheetah. And just in time for OnlyFans. <laughs> you can put that stuff back on OnlyFans. Midnight Express. You had to go there, didn't you? Oh, Cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheetah impersonation was spot on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 2-0-5-9-9-5-5-5-5. Oh, that's going to be in my head all day. Why did you put that in my head? I don't know. It was in my Why mind. did you do that? I thought I would share. Why did you do that to me? Why did you have to go Midnight Express on me, man? I've got enough problems. Uh <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh no, God. No, no. Okay. Oh. <sighs> Deep breath. <laughs> yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, 939. We've already gone Midnight Express on you. We're only 40 minutes into the show. You know, a brief note that I want to talk about a. Another cultural thing. I, 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 we, we, we're doing Afghanistan 24 hours a day, and it's a situation that deserves our attention and our, and our, and our conversation. But we got to take a break every now and again. Uh, but I do have a buddy who has a family member in Turkey right now, which is where Midnight Express took place, and uh, says that first off, if you cross the border into Turkey. If you are an illegal a alien, right, Chris? Uh, we call them illegal aliens on this on this show, just so you know. If you busted a turkey illegally, they toss your ass into a Turkish prison, which is someplace where you really don't want to be. They don't put you on a bus and drive you to Miami. Of course, you probably couldn't drive a bus from Turkey to Miami. I'm just saying. And the general feeling of the Turks is they loved Trump and they hate Biden. And I just wonder to what extent that is, you know, a prevalent opinion around the world. Because I, 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 I and you can call me up and tell me I'm full of crap or you think I'm being a hack or whatever. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Going with this whole idea now that the Americans who are still going to be there after uh, August 11th want to be there. Uh, I, I honestly believe he's the worst president this country has ever had. Let me say that again. I believe Joe Biden is the worst president this country has ever had. Do you agree or disagree? 210-599-5555. And it's not just Afghanistan, which is a nightmare. It's the border. It's the economy. It's, you know, COVID. It's all of it, man. Horrible. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Now, now we bring up one of my all time favorite records. Nirvana's Nevermind is in the news. It's uh, been around for about thirty years now. Is it thirty years? I think yeah, twenty five or thirty years. I don't know. Uh, Nirvana uh, Nevermind has sold over thirty million copies worldwide. It is arguably the record that put the whole grunge movement on a national scale 
was released September <clears throat> of 1991. 1991. So just about 30 years old. Just about 30 years old. And really, wouldn't you agree, I mean, even before the Pearl Jam record came out, you know, really, it was Nevermind that kind of put that Seattle music scene on the map nationally. Yeah. And and I, as you guys know, I'm a huge grunge fan, a huge Nirvana fan. And the before I even, and probably like a lot of people, before I even heard the record, I saw the cover because that image was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. It's a little baby it, naked, yes, a little baby in a swimming pool, swimming after a dollar bill on a fish hook, and it's it's an iconic image. Uh, as far as album cover art, back when people gave a crap about that sort of thing. I don't know yeah. if they do anymore. Well, the kid who is in the, it's a four-month-old baby. The kid who was in the pool, his name is Spencer Eldon. He is now suing Nirvana for sexual exploitation. Uh, he's, he's 30 years of age now. He says his parents never signed a release authorizing the use of his image. He says the naked image constitutes child pornography. Uh, He says uh, he has uh, suffered his entire life as a result. Uh, uh, His lawyer, Robert Lewis, says the inclusion of the dollar bill makes the minor seem like a sex worker. He says he has suffered and will continue to suffer lifelong damage as a result of the artwork, including extreme and permanent emotional distress, as well as interference with his normal development and educational process and medical and psychological treatment. He wants $150,000 from each band member. From each band member. Um, Let's see. how How do we say this as succinctly as possible? Okay. First off, non-sexualized photos, and this is a true thing, of infants are generally not considered child pornography under U.S. law. Because mm-hmm. they're little babies, and it, it, it's, you know. Secondly, dude, are you tell- and didn't he try to reenact this himself when he was a certain age? Yeah, not that long ago. Dude, that picture was the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> Do you not think this guy hasn't gotten the hasn't picked up the odd chick in a bar by whipping out a, a well whipping out a <laughs> he's already whipped out enough well yeah, I'm saying whipped out you know maybe a cassette or a CD see the kid in the pool yeah it's me you want to go out can I buy you a drink I mean come on man he gets to have a lifelong life life a life of coolness if he played it right which I'm sure he has mm-hmm. it's a money thing right. He's not able to capitalize on it the way he would like to, and therefore he's resulted to this. Well, and and what's even sillier about it, or maybe poetic, is that he himself now epitomizes what the image is referring to. Yeah. That's you know, true. he's still chasing, chasing that freaking money. dollar on yeah. that freaking fishing hook, man. What an ass. What a jackass. And here's the thing that will probably come back to get him when, when this eventually does end up in a courtroom is that his dad already pocketed the money for that. Right. I think his dad got a couple hundred bucks. For a... It was his dad's suggestion. His dad was there. Right. I don't know what the photo shoot for that, because they had Kurt in the pool, and you know they were trying different things. He said, why, why don't we put my kid in the pool? And that's what made the shot. I mean, it's just a great... It's a, can't, can't you just be happy that you are a part of rock and roll history? You know what I mean? Right. You know, if I could jump into a time machine or whatever and go back to being a baby, I'd, I'd jump in the damn pool. <laughs> Dude, it's the coolest thing about you, okay, and you're suing Nirvana over it. What a jerk. Here's Austin. Austin, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, sir? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Uh, The only reason that this guy would still have emotional distress is if his wiener was still that small. Well, there you go. We were all thinking it, and you said it. Thank you. So, Thank you for bringing light. Well, that's true. If he hasn't uh, developed, I guess uh, it would be the scientific word to say, then yeah, perhaps it has caused him some problems. All he has to say was, look, the water was really cold that day. <laughs> maybe, maybe he has suffered some damage the first time some chick right. said, oh, it's really just this. You know, anyway. He's too recognizable. <laughs> It is you. It is you. 
you little booger, you. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. To which he responds, "Oh, whatever, never mind." <laughs> I was in the pool. All right, two one zero five nine nine. I was going to post for in utero, but I, I my modeling career had already ended by then. Oh, good. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Afghanistan. Um, is Joe Biden the worst president ever? Let's go to Alex. Here's Alex. How you doing, Alex? Rima. Hey. There, okay. There is no doubt this guy, he's not even the president, first of all. This guy is a puppet, all right? And the, all these people that think, you know, that he's doing a great job, and we're talking about the people on the left, okay, they're about to find out what a tyrannical government actually is. Oh, yeah. We just gave these guys hundreds of billions of dollars in weapons. Now we're negotiating in secret with not with the Secretary of State, not with the Secretary of Defense, but with the CIA director. Right. What does the CIA usually do when they're talking to somebody? They buy them, just like they've bought everything for mm. the industrial military complex for decades. All right. And then we then throw on top of that, you're about to dump another three and a half trillion dollars in debt on the American people after the one point five trillion they just dumped on you. The America has become a a nation of fools. What do you think of this business? Letting these people do this to us. What do you think of this business that uh, uh, now they're kind of switching up the narrative because they know they're not going to get 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 everybody out by in a couple of weeks, by September or, or uh, August 31st. And now they're saying, well, we're going to get everybody out who wants to leave. Yeah, who wants to leave. Okay, so is anybody going to actually talk to the people that don't want to leave? Because <laughs> I guarantee you they're not. I don't think they're going to go in there and say, hey, how come you didn't want to leave Afghanistan? Yeah, I suspect and there's nobody who them. wants to stay. <laughs> you know, it's a way exactly. of covering their ass. You know, well, we got everybody out that wanted to leave. And, and, again, the American people are going to sit there and go, well, you know, he's the president. No, Ugh. he's not. He's done so many unconstitutional things. They impeached Trump twice right. for crap, a phone call. For okay? for fake Russian connections. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, no, it's but sickening. we got a guy giving our enemies billions and billions of dollars worth of weapons, and we're about to give them billions and trillions of right. dollars worth of money, I guarantee it. Yeah. And that's A-OK. Well, you know, again, people are very political, and it combine that with being a moron, and we've already talked to a couple. We had uh, a guy call up on the 550 KTSA Morning News that, well, this is all Trump's fault, and, you know, we need to get these people out of there. We shouldn't be there any longer. You know, yeah, and well, they're very low content, low info weirdos. Well, he also said that the fact that Americans are stranded is a lie. Is a lie, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just we is. People that we, you, you guys have been talking to them on on the radio, right? Talking to people that are talking to people over there that can't get to the airport. Okay, right? They're not stranded. Oh no, no, not they're not stranded. How do you they how do you look the airport into the face of the American people through a TV camera and say there's no Americans stranded? It, it's it's astounding to me. I got to run, Alex. Thank you. Thanks, good one, man. You too. Thank you, brother. I mean, it's just it, there, there's there's nobody stranded. Except for the people who are, you know, like stranded. Uh, it, it it really is mind boggling how bad this is. I mean, I uh, I, I was not a fan. Of, I've never been a fan of Joe Biden. I've, he's been a part of my stinking talk radio career since I began my talk radio career in Delaware, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Slower, lower. And, uh, you know, I've been dealing with Joe Biden all this time. And it, when I really began to see that they were going to successfully cheat this election and he was going to be the president, I thought, well, this is going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to be this thinking bad. Well, you know, trying to figure out exactly what's going on, I now 
know how Joe Biden feels when he's trying to read a teleprompter. Let's <laughs> right. try to figure out figure it out as he goes. Unbelievable. And we got a whole another hour to talk about. We'll talk about some COVID stuff too. Because, you know, that's the news of the day, man. COVID and Afghanistan, COVID and Afghanistan. Uh, a double shot every single stinking day. Uh, if you want to uh, email me and tell me I suck, uh, Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com. Uh, or if you want to call us up and uh, and join the conversation. We always try to leave the, the lines open, too, to people who support this president and are happy with what's going on. You go to the front of the, the front of the line, man. If you if you call us up and you want to talk about how what a great job he's doing, you get to go on before anybody else. Because crazy people are fun. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine. And let's, and we may circle back around to the Belgian chick who's in love with the chimp. Just because that's crazy, crazy weird. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. They are in control of Kabul. That is the reality. Uh, that's the reality uh, that uh, that we have to deal with. Sean Rima, nine till eleven. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Ah. That was your Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. News Talk 550 KTSA. Um, he was asked on Face the Nation, on CBS, CB Puke. Uh, you know, is, is, is uh, Mr. Secretary, uh, we have to ask the Taliban for permission uh, for American citizens to leave. Is that true or, or not true? And he just heard his response. They are in control of Kabul. That is the reality. That's the reality that we have to deal with. Follow-up question, how comfortable are you with that, Mr. Secretary? In fact, he's going to be speaking soon. What I'm focused on, what we're all focused on, is getting people out and making sure that we're doing everything possible to do that. And in this case, it is, I think, a requirement of the job to be in contact with the Taliban, which controls Kabul. In other words, yes, we are asking permission of the Taliban to let give people safe passage to the airport. Americans. Uh, Kirby, uh, your, your, your press spokes puke from the Pentagon is, is speaking right now. But I, I let's go ahead and listen just for a second. Got a chance to, to talk to troops, uh, but um, to say that uh, there wasn't a need to flex and to um to alter the day the day's flow including uh including you know the need to have protection for these members of congress uh, that would uh you know that that wouldn't be uh that wouldn't be a genuine thing for me to, to to assert i mean there was there was certainly um what there was certainly a a pull off of the kinds of missions we were trying to do to be able to accommodate that visit. But just to be clear, Congressman Moulton and Congressman Meyer, they took seats that would have been for refugees leaving, and they took time away from the mission. They certainly took time away from what we had been planning to do that day. Um, and uh, uh, I, I don't know uh, on the aircraft. They did fly out uh, on a military aircraft. I, I honestly don't know um, what the – seat capacity was on that that aircraft uh but they are but they are out of the country now barb Uh, just one more question on withdrawal in the coming days since the president has uh said setting contingency planning aside that uh everyone will be out by august 31st my question is do you have in hand all the authorities approvals signed orders whatever is necessary to just move ahead and carry that out, or uh, does the president, the secretary, General McKenzie, does somebody, uh, General Milley, does somebody still have to sign an order to have that formal withdrawal begin? Barb, without making it sound like I'm trying to gloss over your question, um, obviously (laughs) we are 
tracking the end of the mission at the end of the month. And so, of course, General McKenzie has retrograde plans in, uh, you know, in uh, on the shelf and ready to go. But I can assure you that uh, that b before that effort is undertaken in earnest, uh, there will be a conversation with the Secretary of Defense, uh, and Secretary Austin uh, will have a chance to uh, provide his guidance and direction with respect to retrograde, and I think I'll leave it as so, that. So I'm sorry, I guess I don't understand, because the president made the decision to stick to the deadline of August 31st for all intents and That's right. purposes. And you have that from the commander-in-chief. Mm -hmm. So what is it that's, I just don't get it, what, what is it that still has to happen to have the formal official withdrawal begin? Yeah. And the, the president also said that, that he wanted the Pentagon to come up with contingency plans should there be a need to have a conversation about altering the timeline. Oh, God. All right, so that's all I can trying. take right now. Let, 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 if the Secretary of State starts talking, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. You know, it, you, you can always tell somebody is full of crap in a sense. And maybe and then we'll talk to uh, Carl here in a second. You can, all, you can always tell when somebody is full of crap. When in, instead of saying a very simple thing, they say a very convoluted, wordy thing like the crap salad that guy's spit now. Huh. Well, they say stuff like, I don't mean to gloss over your question, and then they gloss right over your question. I don't mean to gloss over your question, but I'm going to gloss over your question. Yes, the president did say he was sticking to the cutoff date of August 31st. But, you know, we also have, uh, what was the contingencies on the shelf wherein we'll have a conversation at uh, that juncture to then determine if the conversation about the about the contingencies should proceed retroactively so they haven't gotten started <laughs> because they're waiting on the backup plans right which apparently they don't they don't have a backup plan i don't mean to do this but watch me um, are we all getting the feeling there really is no plan B, is there? There's, was there a plan A? I'm not trying to make the light, light of the situation because people are being set on fire at this point, okay? I don't think there was ever a plan B, and I'm fairly certain there was never a plan A. <sighs> Man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Carl. Carl, how you doing? Carl, you there, baby? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, man, what are you thinking? You yeah, I got you. What are you thinking? So, yes, sir. So, um, just to follow up with the um, the the cabal running uh, the country uh, instead of Joe Biden uh, and their uh, and their uh, tyranny. So they just passed a uh, they just passed a, a, a ban on. All ammunition coming from Russia. They justify it uh, by saying that it's in uh, punishing Russia for having poisoned one of their uh, opposition leaders. The ammunition that comes from Russia accounts for 40 to 45 percent of all the ammunition on the shelves in American stores. Hmm. This is all that uh, steel case ammo. So they um, pretty much found a backdoor uh, way to gun control the american people while giving billions in arms to wow. the taliban you know i was not aware of that that's something i've got to look up but if that's true that's crazy that's insane yes, so uh, americans are going to have a harder time finding ammo uh where whereas the bad guys got billions and billions of dollars worth of, of military hardware here's uh, jill jill how you doing I'm good. How are you doing? Pretty good, man. What's going on? You know, I think maybe I caught the end of it, but maybe this guy was asking the same question I am. You know, I know they're, they're full of crap, um, but how come nobody is asking the question, meaning the media, uh, why did they leave all of those weapons when they knew eventually that the Taliban would be taking over? From, they thought not this fast, but eventually they would. So why are we giving them $600 billion worth of equipment? Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's per it's fairly perplexing, yeah. It, <laughs> it's perplexing. I, I think they sold it and gave it to the Democrat Party. <laughs> the 
It wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I honestly think they just didn't want to be bothered with it. I, I think a lot of this is a lot cheaper than what we what, than what we understand. Uh, as far as the motivations, I mean, maybe, and, and, you know, we, and where in Rima, we talk a lot about the great reset and, and globalists and that stuff. And I'm sure some of that has, uh, has uh, to do with some of this, at least uh, at the top level. But at the same time, I think they're just stupid jackasses and they don't, they don't, they, they don't, they're not really military savvy. Uh, I think a lot of what's going on right now happened probably to a greater or lesser extent because they just had to roll back anything that had Trump's name on it. And it didn't matter if, if what Trump was doing was working. Or right. You got to roll. It can't, you can't have your withdrawal plan be Trump's plan. So tens of thousands of Americans are probably going to get stranded in uh in afghanistan along as well as a whole bunch of allies who are going to get greased and already are getting greased simply because they couldn't they couldn't allow a plan with trump's name on it to survive yeah it's crazy it's sickness human human humans you know down at the border those guys down there they know that it's it's a bad situation for those migrants that are coming over they're sticking them in little boxes Mm. why don't they just finish the wall it's Texas. No, it's, it's well, yeah, we need our own wall. I got to, I got to run, Jill. 210-599-5555. God, I'm losing my mind. I, I, I probably cruise face puke more when I'm online, when I'm on the air than at any other time throughout the rest of my, throughout the rest of my day for the most part. And I'm just, I'm sitting here and we, Facebook is such a bad part of town. You know what I'm looking at, Chris? Just popped up. A Komodo dragging, dragon eating a monkey. What is it with monkey stories today? You know, it's one thing when I gotta sit and look at somebody's food that they had for lunch. But won't have to be assaulted by a freaking Komodo. That's a sign of the times, man. People find that crap entertaining these days. That's a sign of the times. A Komodo dragon munching on a monkey. Oh man. We're doomed. Whatever happened to, you know, cute videos of cats knocking crap off of shelves and tables and stuff? 210-599-5555. Going to take a little break. Uh, and then we'll take some more calls. Is Joe Biden, could Joe Biden possibly, and this is the overall question of the day, could Joe Biden possibly be the worst president we've ever had? Could Joe Biden be possibly the worst president we've ever had? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean Ryan on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. And we're talking about uh, Joe Biden. Is he the worst president ever, ever, ever? Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I know the guy's only been at it for seven months, but, uh, you know, I think he's pretty much the worst president we've ever had because unless, unless, you know, you, you want this country to fail and you want this country to suck and you want this country to go spinning down the toilet. Then he's doing a bang-up job. Here's Bob. Bob, you're on uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? What I'm thinking is he is. Yes, he is. Plus, those two congressmen that went over there, at least they had the, well, whatever, they had the thing to go over there to see actually what is going on. Mm. Now, when they come back, is the local media or CBS or whatever it is going to ask them what's going on? No, they're not. Fox News is probably end up going to go on. And for Nancy Pelosi to turn around and condemn them from going over, and when she had her party in California this past weekend, come on, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, Biden is the worst president we've ever had. Well, and uh, you know, do you think we could survive? I mean, I don't, I don't really believe that he's going to be around to finish his term. I mean, I really don't. But can we survive this guy, or whoever it is that's actually running the country? Second, well, second in command, uh, Kamala. Mm. Oh, come on. Cackling. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm Kara. I'm calling her cackling. Cackling Kamala. <laughs> nice. All right, man, I appreciate the call. You know, I'm serious. You know, I, this is, 
And again, what I keep hearing from most people, uh, and I hear this from overseas, I hear this from folks that I know overseas who were not Trump supporters and were no fans of Donald Trump. And I'm not going to call out who my friends are, you know, uh, on the air, but uh, just people I know through social media and, and people I've known over the years who, who live overseas. And many of them, yeah, like I said, we're not fans of Donald Trump. And yet uh, they think what's going on right now with Joe Biden is a freaking disaster. And they cannot believe that uh, that it's actually happening in a sense. Because obviously this affects them, too. It affects everybody on planet Earth. And that's the that's the tough part about this whole thing, that a lot of people who are morons, frankly, and who are low-content, low-info people who aren't following this stuff uh, or who are so poisoned by their politics that they can't see the reality of what's happening, is that this is a, this is a, a shift in global power is what we're observing going on right now. The vacuum that is being filled by the Taliban right now, and you're bringing in their buddies, the Al-Qaeda and, I, and ISIS, and they're all going to be having a big old terrorist party out there in the, mid, in the Middle East. You have to look at the folks who, who the countries who also benefit benefit from this and are placed in the, in a sense in in their own uh, new position of power and authority over planet freaking Earth and that China's the biggest one. Uh, let's go to Helen. Helen, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hi. Yes. Um, so I'm really concerned with how this looks, considering that we completely abandoned our quote-unquote allies and how that's going to affect our foreign relations with other allies. I mean, they're probably sitting here going, well, shoot, if they abandon them, who is to say they won't abandon us? It kind of really takes away from, you know, our American word, our word that we're going to be your ally. Well, yeah. I mean, if you are quote-unquote an ally, uh, are you feeling like you're an ally today? You know, I mean, uh, obviously we're cut and bait on uh, on the our, on our afghan uh, colleagues and uh, and allies and they're seeing stuff go down in afghanistan in a very hard and violent way Absolutely. and we just turned off the light i mean I, I thought it was a joke at first but we literally turned off the lights in the middle of the night and didn't tell anybody uh yeah, so the, the question is do we even have any allies at this point right i think that it looks really bad um, when it comes to our word as Americans that we're going to have right. our allies back. So I understand this has gone on for a long time, you know, and it is kind of time for them to pick up the ball and fight for their own country. But at the same time, we as Americans, you know, well, well and I'm sure it's not the soldiers. No, no, you know, they the serve with honor. No, we, we had it. No. I got to run that. We had a plan that was working. We had a plan for this that was working. Unfortunately, it was a Trump plan. <laughs> and that had to go. Oh, let's see. Let's take one more. Here's a... David, how you doing? Hey, thanks, Sean. You know, Trump, you're right. Trump had it going. We had everything going right. Everything was going nice and smooth. You know what these, these nitwits on the left, this administration reminds me of? Hmm. They're using this, this administration as a, as a, as a souvenir. As a, they, they, they're doing nothing for the country. They just wanted to know how it felt to tell little people what to do. Apparently, you know, you know, you know the you know the Masters when they win that jacket. Mm-hmm. You know that that that's 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 all it is. They just wanted to know how it felt <laughs> to tell us little Americans what to do. This, right. this is the worst administration this, this America has ever seen it. Everybody knows that. I agree. Everybody better remember it next year in the midterms. You better remember this. I hope so, man. I got to run. I got to run, man. I, I hope you're right. I hope we don't lose, uh, you know, the, our memory on this thing when the midterms come around because, man, we, we got to say, we got to, I hate to say we got a country to save, but we got a country to save. 210 And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's uh, 1037. I'm Sean. How are you? Phone lines are open 210 599 
Uh, obviously, spending a, a fair amount of time talking about Afghanistan and, and the horror show. I mean, every day we're hearing worse stories about uh, how people are suffering, how they're being killed, being set on fire, we're hearing now. Uh, if you worked uh, with the Americans in any way, shape, or form, uh, they're just hunting you down and killing you. Uh, and, and, and in really, really horrible, horrible ways. Uh, there was a Afghan journalist who was, uh, uh, interviewed on, from hiding from an undisclosed location on, on Fox, who says, you know, she was critical of the Taliban, uh, in her work, and so she's terrified. She changes her address and her location every single day. She knows that once they get a hold of her, they will kill her. 210-599-5555. And, and, you know, we're continuing to hear bull crap about, August 31st, and are we going to, uh, you know, what's going to happen then? The Taliban doesn't want us going beyond August 31st. They're holding us to that that uh, that date, and apparently we do whatever they tell us to do. They're in control. I want you to think about that right now. After 20 years, the Taliban control us. Here's Lee. Lee, how you doing? Good. I, I always uh, listen to your show because then I can blow off steam, but... <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I'll say it again. When are the Republicans going to get this buffoon out of office? And also, it seems to me that most Trump supporters are probably the people that pay taxes. And every one of us need to quit paying taxes. That'll take the country down faster than Biden could. <laughs> Perhaps. There, I said it. <laughs> Perhaps, man. Thanks for the call. I wish I could stop paying taxes. I don't, I'm not in I, the government. Do take a bite, don't they? And you, it's not like you and I have a big old say in what they use it for. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's uh, Bobby. How you doing, Bobby? Hey, hey, hey. Good, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, just real quick, um, yeah, very tragic that we're leaving our allies and all those poor families out there to fend for themselves. But you know what my biggest concern is? We thought September 11th was bad. It's going to be even worse because mm. guess who's going to show the Taliban how to use our equipment <laughs> and how to use all of our intel? The people that we left behind, that we trained, and they've helped us. And those people are going to be pissed. Well, they're they're either going to help them or they're going to get killed, you know. Okay, well, I mean, think about it. Hey, uh, don't kill me. I'm going to show you how to use this arsenal here. Well, they could also... Get advisors from China on how to reverse engineer that stuff and, and figure yeah. it out. You know, I mean, uh, it, it is very sad. It's tragic. Uh, I, I honestly think that um, a lot of this has to do with uh, anti-Trumpism in general. And that, uh, and I, I've been saying this, that that we, we had a plan that was working. Trump set in motion a plan that was working. And I think they, they, they couldn't allow a Trump plan to be successful, so that's why we're in the mess we're in. And, and that's a horrible reason for all this. There is no good reason for any of this, but that's a horrible one, man. I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555 is Ted. Ted, how you doing? Hello, Sean. Hey. hey yesterday I watched with glee as uh, CNN talking heads complained about their Twitter feeds uh, basically <laughs> being... Uh, you know, uh, just filled, uh, uh, what do they, what do they call it? Brigaded, uh, from the left, uh, excoriating them for their negative Biden coverage. And, <laughs> and so, but here's what, here's what that led, the, the that led me into. And it, and it was funny to watch them squirm, but this is what it led me into it. And I don't, this is, this is cynical at best. Okay. Think about, the people who are are have gone on record saying basically anyone who hasn't got a vaccination on purpose you just let them die mm. right think about the fact that ngos and civilian contractors in um afghanistan have been being urged strongly by the state department to leave the country for months and months leading up to the first deadline which was may 1st right Trump and then still over this time period between then and now, they've been being told, you need to get out of here. And they didn't. So, But you don't see the same contingent who 
will condemn someone right. uh, to for to non treatment for not getting a shot, but yet they're worried about these other people who we've clearly told get out of there. Well, I know. Of course, it also depends on whether they were able to get out of there. But I mean, I, I understand the point. Uh, I, I think the folks who are going to be left behind, and a lot of them are going to be left behind. See, with, with the unvaccinated, they could turn it into a choice, a political thing, uh, and, oh, you're killing people, and, oh, you're horrible, and I appreciate they call you horrible, horrible people. Uh, but as far as the folks who are going to be left behind in Afghanistan, that's a really damn inconvenient truth for the folks who are running the show right now. I think they just want this whole situation to be over with. And I, I, I don't think they care how many people get stuck there or how many people live or die. And again, that's sick. The unvaccinated they can use for political reasons. They've weaponized the discrimination against the unvaccinated or the vaccine hesitant. But what are they saying about people in Afghanistan? Oh, there's nobody stranded. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> tell that to the stranded people. Uh, 210-599-5585. One more. Rick, Rick, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Sean? Um, this whole thing is just freaking insipid. Um, I say on August 21st or 20, yeah, whatever. 31st, yeah. The, yeah, the 31st. I say on that day, we drop as many troops as we can behind enemy lines like we did in World War II and every other war that we've ever fought and get these people out, and then we have a big-ass party. Just have a big old party. On September and... 11th <laughs> in Afghanistan. You know, I mean, right. this is ridiculous. It is. We, we have the means to get these people out. We have the capability. We had the, no we had the plan. We, and, and nobody's willing to to move forward with right. it. Well, it's, it's, they, they, they've screwed it up so I'm, badly now. I don't know how you return to the plan that was. That's why it, 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 you look at these uh, press conferences, and it just feels like they're just making crap up as they go. It's all gobbledygook. It is, and I appreciate the call. Yeah. They, like it's like we said, there was no. Not only was there no plan B, there was no plan A. It's horrible. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Final few moments of the show. Feel free to call us up. 210-599-5555. Well, in the House, we got the John Lewis bill that uh, has passed, uh, which, uh, as I understand it, is kind of supposed to be a companion piece to the For the People Act, which is going nowhere in the Senate. Thank you, Jesus. And the John Lewis Act would, uh, if signed into law, which it more than likely won't be, it's not going to survive the Senate either, would essentially, if I'm reading it correctly, expand the, how do I put this, expand the parameters for what the DOJ can can examine or investigate in, in regards to what the DOJ may consider to be voter suppression in any given state. So uh, if 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 you're in Texas and the DOJ doesn't like uh, the way you're handling an election or what have, have you, and they, they want to deem it uh, to be repressive to people of color or racist or what have you or suppressive, then they would be able to roll in with that, if I'm understanding it correctly. It's, it's another one of these things that is wrapped in so much freaking gibberish, legal gibberish, that it's hard to determine what the damn thing even does. John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. Uh, and then we have the big old one, the For the People Act, which is, you know, sitting on its butt in the, in the Senate, and hopefully it's going to die there. Because you know what's going on, right? Right? You know what's going on. Unless you can explain to me how requiring a black person to have a photo ID to vote is somehow racist and oppressive. These These laws that they want to get put on the books would essentially take away all state authority for their own elections. They want to legalize 
the way they cheated <laughs> the last presidential election. That's essentially it. They want to make legal the way they cheated the last election. It's precisely what I think it is. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I encounter people all the time. I know you probably do, too, liberal idiots who, who you know, uh, are, are all about this. these racist election laws. Texas has these racist laws, and they don't want black people to vote, and blah, blah, stinking blah. And yet nobody can ever, ever explain how that's so. So, whatever. Uh, again, not likely it's gonna uh, it's going to do anything in the Senate. But uh, somebody mentioned the midterms a little while ago. Boy, howdy, are they important this time out? <laughs> they sure as hell are, man. Let me tell you something. The the uh, the 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 next round of elections very damn important to the survival of this freaking country. Because essentially, what they're attempting to do uh, with with these with these laws is to just abscond with your voting rights. And then they, like in Russia, like in China, they'll determine who the next leader is going to be. Precisely how, what they did, honestly, uh, with this with this last presidential cycle. They're horrible people, man. They are freaking horrible people. And you combine that with what we're seeing going on uh, with uh, with Afghanistan and the border and all that. I, I, and I'm not being a jerk here by saying this. I honestly don't know. I don't understand how anyone feels good about being a Democrat right now. I just don't. Here's uh, Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, man. What are you, what are you thinking? In, in regards to the John Lewis Act and the For the People Act, they were named that way as a further attempt by the Democrat Party to use and abuse and pander to minorities. Oh, yeah. They think, and as soon as they, as soon as they've locked it up, as soon as they get with the, where they want to be, they will, just as they are abandoning Americans and, and helpful Afghans in Afghanistan right now, they will abandon the minorities as soon as they're done using them and abusing them. Oh, yeah. That's in what they do. 20, in, 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 uh, when, when Trump won, and even in the last election, more minorities voted for the Republican Party than had ever done so before. Those votes did not matter to the Democrat Party. Those votes were abandoned by the mm-hmm. Democrat Party. They were deserted by the Democrat Party so they could cheat to get this fraudulent president in uh-huh. the office so that we in the world could be suffering the way we are now and the way we will be further down the road. This is going to have long, long repercussions. I, I'm telling you, man, we're, we're, and I, I don't think I'm overstating things by saying, you know, we're fighting for the future of this country. The future of this country is in is in dire straits right now, and I hate to, you know, end the show on a bummer note, but uh, it's world, madness. Sean, the country and the world. Right, right. All right, man, I appreciate the call, Steve. Thank yes, you, brother. Sir. What you're seeing in Afghanistan and I know other people have said it. I, I had a, a friend who uh, used to work for the State Department. I'm not going to say who that is, but remember the Arab Spring whenever they went to hell because of American policy there and who we were supporting and who we weren't supporting? This person said to me, this is what the world looks like without America. Now, what you're seeing in Afghanistan right now, you know what? That's what the world looks like without America. Seem like a happy place to you. <laughs> so uh, let's see how it rolls. We'll see what horrible news we have to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> hey, look at it this way, okay? At least you're not in love with a chimpanzee in Belgium, okay? There's always the, Chris. There's always that. At least you're not in love with a with a Belgian chimpanzee. You got that going for you. Just putting it out there. Oh, and he can still take pictures of your boobs on uh, OnlyFans. Okay, that that it's gay. He can still make some money that way when the economy goes blanks up. And I think you know what I mean by that. There you go. I thought I might try. You know, nickels and dimes add up. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Uh, if you want to email me and tell me I suck or you hate my guts, or actually, we get a lot of love these days. We get a lot of love on the Sean Show these days, and I surely appreciate it. I still get a lot of messages from folks asking about my health and stuff. And, uh, you know, and I know there are some people out there who say thoughts and prayers are horrible. But you know what? Getting thoughts and prayers from people is beautiful. And sometimes on a bad day, that's all you need, man, is somebody offering up their thoughts and prayers. So I want to continue to thank you for for all the uh, well-wishing on on my health. And uh, it seems like things are getting better. I'm going to have to start doing something called exercising, Chris. You ever hear this exercising thing? I'll be starting cardio rehab here in a couple of weeks. They're going to make me exercise. <laughs> Thanks to Chris, uh, our, our executive producer, Elaine Rodriguez, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.